0: FM to get started.
1: I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV Talk. Now, let the buzz begin.
0: Hey, everybody, welcome back to the Council of Dads After Show. We have been dark for the last two weeks in solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement. So we thank you for your patience with us, uh, and it was very important for us here at After Buzz to, to do that. So that's what we did. But we're back now. Happy Juneteenth, everyone. Uh, It's a great day. Uh, We're here to talk. We're going to do, so just to give you a heads up, we're going to do two episodes today. We're going to do episode six and episode seven. And then next week, we'll do eight and nine. And then we'll all be caught up and ready to go. Uh, But of course, I cannot do this by myself. I have two lovely ladies with me tonight. First, Shay Jones. Say hello, Shay.
1: Hey, guys. Let's get into six and seven. I'm so ready.
0: All right. And then, of course, my girl representing a different world tonight, Kay Montgomery. Hey, guys. He'll college, Gilbert Hall
2: all day. Happy <laughs> Uh,
0: Awesome. Awesome. Of course, I am the chief of crying, your moderator, Sean McHugh. So happy to be here. So happy to be back. I missed this show. I miss you guys. What's going on, man? Um, I know. All right. know. So, so episode six was labeled heart medicine. And last, last time we were here, we ended with Charlotte collapsing in a heap, in the middle of a, fu- of a, a water gun fight, it left us all in our hearts, on, a, on the you know edge of our seat, and our heart, I can't even talk. I was so messed up from all that. So let's get overall thoughts on this episode. Shay, Charlotte, start, start us off. I can talk, I swear. <laughs> I swear I can.
1: Overall, a bit like for episode six, I was like in tears, especially near the end, like it really got me. And just made like my heart feel so much. Like they really put me through the ringer for this episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes, but
1: it was such a great episode, and I, I love the little. I love the moment that Charlotte got with her dad. Hmm. I've had those, like I've had dreams almost the same way, and not realized until I woke up that oh, he was there, but it didn't feel like a dream, which is a whole weird experience in itself. So it, I loved it.
0: Awesome. Kay Montgomery, what are your overall thoughts on this episode?
2: Um, so I like the Charlotte focused episode. I mean, I wasn't too worried. I didn't think she was gonna die or anything, um, but it was good to see her kind of come into her own. But then always, like we get on this story, it, I mean, on the show, there are tons of different storylines. So we see Theo profess his love for the girlfriend. We see Anthony coming clean about more lying situations that he's been in. Um, Luli meets the Calhouns. I mean, it was just a lot going on and a lot to process. A lot of movement though throughout
0: the episode, which was good. Nice. Yeah, no, I was, I was very excited to see Scott again. I was like, come on, we got to have some more Scott guys. And what a great way to do it. Obviously while Char's in surgery. And then, you know, we get then all of a sudden it doesn't matter. Like we, we just go on a ride and we're like, yay, Scott's back. Um, so, So let's just start with that. So, you know, Charlotte has to have a surgery, and, uh, you know, she's not too excited about it. Uh, Robin's really worried, even though she's a doctor. She knows how this goes, but she goes into mama bear mode. Um, talk about, Char, or I'm sorry, Shay, talk about, uh, talk about this, whole, this whole kind of journey we go on with Scott and sharp
1: it was awesome because obviously we're learning a lot more about Charlotte than we had previously known. So we didn't know she even had a heart condition until this episode. We didn't know she could only speak Chinese mm. before she came and lived with the, the with the family. And she learned through flashcards, which was just such a sweet little thing and reminiscent. And then obviously, you know, when you're trying to find yourself or, and you want to come out, but you don't really know you know, how the reaction is going to be. And because you are hiding a part of yourself, you either snap at other people or you just kind of shut down, which is what she was doing a little bit with everybody, especially with Tess. Because she didn't know how to tell her what she already knew about herself. When you know things about yourself, but you can't express it in the way you want, it's a very traumatizing like feeling because you're trapped and you don't know how to get out. And especially with her dad not being there. And is he going to be upset with the person I turned out to be? Is he going to like, would he not like that person if he had lived? Those are questions that you have. And obviously that's the journey that both she and Scott are going on right now, too. I thought it was awesome traveling from the hospital to her little shy corner in her in in her closet. I thought it was so
2: cute uh nice
0: yeah yeah i mean i i love I love what the doctor says to Robin. She says, "I'm going to take care of your miracle. don't worry um, and we have Robin, who I thought had a really nice moment uh when she fights for char to have essentially scott in the room with her um so i just i just it was a really nice moment for me where because you know she knows she's a doctor things have to be sterile but you know there's workarounds that anything if you if you put your mind to it so i I really like that that you know because she says later on that you know when when ollie asked you have a favorite she says char is mine so so Kay, talk about because you're a mom you guys a bunch of kids do you have a baby?
2: <laughs> I do not when she said that I was like oh that's like a taboo I couldn't believe she said that she's like Theo is an island JJ loves everybody Louie, was Scott's baby I mean it made sense when she ran through it you know because she did find Charlotte in the orphanage and she did you know reach out to Scott and say I love this baby we have to adopt her so they had a special bond or I love this little girl. She was like, what, five on that adopted her. Um, but I thought, oh, I don't know. I had a little mom judgment against Robin on that. Um, <laughs> a favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, but Charlotte is a great kid. like, And she just continues to show that. I feel like it's a little spot on metaphorically that her special place is in the closet <laughs> because she is in the closet. In the closet. Mm-hmm. Afterwards, I was like, that's a little okay <laughs> um yeah but uh yeah i thought it was um really cool for robin to advocate for her and say like listen i know there's something you can do she's got to have her dad in there this isn't like a transformer you know what i mean which was totally true when at first the doctor wasn't bulging it's like lady this isn't a blankie this is her dad this is something serious that she wants to have her. so that was was happy to see that they were able to
0: accommodate her in that way yeah uh nice yeah yeah i'm uh i just i remember thinking through this whole episode i was like i want scott to be my dad like he's like the coolest dad um so but it was very interesting too though i think that to kind of get another side of scott too that like you know he he wasn't perfect right like he he had his things too uh but at the end of the day, like, he was always very supportive of them. And I think I think that's where this kind of family, like, you can see why he was the rock. And you see, like, he just, just the way he interacts with her, like, he, there's no judgment. There's no, like, it's almost, it's weird. It's almost like he's, like, the best version of parent and friend at the same time. Because at the same time, he's still a dad. But I don't know, like, just his level of understanding and patience, I was just, I was like, yeah, I wish I wish he was my dad.
2: I was with you, Sean, when you said we were glad to see him again, because it's hard for us to attach to a ghost. You know, they keep talking about him and talking about him, and I thought there would be a lot more flashbacks in him, so I was glad to see him resurface. I hope that they introduce him more, and that we'll eventually get to see the alcoholic, Scott. We'll get some flashbacks, so we'll kind of flesh his character out, because for me, I need to... I need to see him and just them referencing him isn't enough for me. So it meant a lot for me to be able to see him and Charlotte kind of interact in this episode.
0: Uh, Well, that's, you must've been reading my mind. Okay. What a great way to segue to, to now we have Luli who's going to go meet, you know, her original adopted parents. And, and it's funny you say that, you know, the other side of Scott a little bit there, we get to see it, or we at least get to hear about it from, uh, from Anthony. Right. And like the whole thing of like the, so we find out this whole thing, how Anthony was shady as hell. uh, The way he kind of did these parents and lied about Scott. Now, of course, you know, we're all here now, so it's, it's all good kind of, but uh, you know, that's an example of another side of Scott where he wasn't perfect. Right. Like this guy was a raging alcoholic. And shouldn't have been dealing with a baby, let alone somebody else's baby. But I digress. We gotta get to that. Later. We get to that later. That's right. I'm getting ahead of myself. Uh, Shay, how about this uh, this amazing interaction between Luli and I'm I can't the the names are, uh, mis- are going away from me, but the our first adoptive parents. Yeah, the
1: Calhouns. Calhouns.
0: Thank you. I couldn't. Not remember, I remember
1: their, name. their names. I did, but um.
0: Uh, so talk about this whole, this, like, amazing interaction.
1: It was really nice to sort of see the home in which she could, like, to see this other life I could have had. Mm. It's all it's almost like, I'm coming into this house, I'm seeing all these pictures, and I, like, I think, actually, there was still a picture of her when she had, but she was still there. I feel like that was picture on the wall, because Anthony looked at it for a while when he came in. Mm. And to even, even for two months, like my life was so important to these two people. And obviously they have, they adopted more kids and they're all grown as well now. So it sort of worked out, but then you have to think, okay, so what would have my life have done? Like would I, actually would I have still been a writer mm. if I had lived here? Because I mean, granted she and the, the mom had seemed to have a lot in common. But at the same time, if I would have grew up, like different circumstances are, they anything can change in different circumstances. You can be a completely different person. I know for sure, because of where I grew up and who I grew up with, I am in a better version of what I could have been mm. if I grew up with my birth mother. So at that point, it's, uh, it's a lot. And I, I, my heart was breaking for Lily, And obviously when Anthony, well, when mama forced him, let's <laughs> real quick, she came in and said, like, I don't forgive you. I, I I, was like, ma'am, like, why don't you forgive? I wanted to make no information. Why don't you forgive him? And then obviously because he lied in court, they committed perjury. How, I don't, I don't play devil's advocate and say I understand obviously because I think, obviously cause Lily doesn't know what we now know from episode seven. But because of what we know from episode seven, if Anthony did not speak up, he would not have been a part of her life. And even though he is Uncle Anthony, quote, unquote, he wanted to be in her life, even if he wasn't raising her. Wow. That makes any sense.
0: No, it does. It's interesting. I I didn't think of it that way, but it was almost it wasn't just for Scott. It was for himself, too, that he lied. That's a great observation. I I didn't even put those two together. But I see Kay shaking her head down Kay there. She's got, she's got some stuff to say. Go on, Kay. What, talk about this scene for me.
2: Oh, guys. You know what? It took me a second to just be like, okay, let me. The privilege, the gall, dare I say the audacity, of <laughs> to take a child that was already placed mm. in a loving, black, two-parent household to set her up with the alcoholic single father let's get into it really let's do because that is a level of privilege and I just nerve to say especially because you lied on his behalf and he wasn't clean he wasn't even clean man But you took her, you snatched her from these people in a stable home to place her with an alcoholic single, like, let's just let it, let's just marinate on that, right?
0: No, that's, that's a good point. I mean, I, I,
2: there's a level of privilege there. Now, I will say, I didn't think about what Shay said, is that he thought maybe he could have been her life in some way, which I do not, I think that's a really good point, Shay. I didn't think about that. But I think that just goes to show you that um, he's really not a dad. Mm. You know what I mean? You're really not a dad. His selfishness precedes himself at every step, even presently, right? You can see his selfishness in the past because he wants to be a part of Louis' life. He'll place her in a home with an alcoholic father and rip her from home with a, with a stable two parents like what just because it's what you want when you're a true when you're a good parent not a true parent because a lot of parents don't do what's best but a good parent does what's best for the kid it ain't about you bro it's not about you so he still is still about him even now i just am so disappointed in anthony this episode i was just like. Oh, I didn't think he could have, some, he just got secret after secret, y'all. He like, a um, I don't even know, a thing with a lot of secrets, y'all. I don't know.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: a thing with a lot of secrets.
0: Uh, well, just to play, let's play a little devil's advocate, Kay. Does Does the fact that it, you know, it actually is his kid, does that have anything? I mean, technically he's fighting for his own kid. Now, granted, you're right, he is taking it out of a stable environment, but... You know, the birth parents always win. So, I don't know. I'm just saying, like, is there anything to that? If he
2: was really fighting for his own kid, he would have stood up and said, that's my kid. He fought for the kid to be somebody else's responsibility. You fought so hard for your kid to be somebody else's responsibility, you will put her in a home with an alcoholic father that wasn't even clean yet? Come on. I mean...
1: To play the other side of devil's advocate, <laughs> in the sense that at first he didn't know technically Lily was his. I mean, granted they had something, something happened, but obviously between him and Michelle, either while she was with Scott when they were on a break, I don't know time frame of that situation, but obviously something happened. But neither, neither knew who the father was. She didn't know if it was Scott. She didn't know if it was his. So either way, and e- like you, like you say. You're, I know you're saying, be a good parent, you do what's best for the kid. And obviously, he didn't know, like, just how getting Scott clean like would reject everything. But the fact is, Scott did get clean. He became the best parent,
2: the best parent for Luli. She is who she is because of him. Absolutely. I don't know if that's true. I don't know if he was the best parent for Lulie. The Calhouns could be the best parent for Lulie. We don't know that. He became a good parent. Absolutely. Like he's awesome. Absolutely.
0: Okay. Okay. I think we've, I think we've, we've, we've uh, sorted this out enough, uh, but I, and I, I definitely, I love, I love your passion. Kay. I always love your passion. Uh, and, you know, just trying to keep it real. I, I love it. Um, all right. So we also have this kind of interesting, well, first of all, I just got to say is JJ not the cutest adult in the world. I know he's a kid, but it's like, he's a little adult in a kid's body, right? Like the wisdom that comes out of this kid. He's amazing. I want um, JJ
1: like if, like I like push yeah. out a kid. That's who I want to come out. I want my my kid to be JJ because it's <laughs> true though. At, like as parents. I mean, granted, I don't have to be the parent, so I get to be the one to tell kids whatever, and I get to be <laughs> honest about it. Like so legit. My friends sometimes send me in just so I can do that, so they don't have to. <laughs> like because I'm not the parent. So, and half time I don't. I'm obviously I'm, I'm an adult, but. Most kids don't see me that way, so if I'm telling them something, they usually believe it because I don't have no qualms about just giving it to you straight. Because you wanted to be treated like an adult, right? You asked right. for it, so you got to sit there <laughs> and take it. How? But, uh, but it's so true. Like parents have a tendency to not and I understand why, because in certain situations you do want to protect your kid. But kids are so much smarter than they're giving credit for. That's
0: yeah. Right. No, you're 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 not wrong. Um, all right, so we have this is another kind of subplot going on here. We have, we have, G- uh, well, not JJ. We have, um, <laughs> wow. Theo. Thank you. Theo. Theo. Aww. is uh, He's got his girl with him, And, you know, it's a very interesting, cause I, I like that. They're just kind of, they're not forcing anything with these two. They're just kind of letting it be. And, you know, they're just kind of being there for each other. And obviously this is a, a tough time for Theo and, so she comes to the hospital and I love that like Robin hugs her too. And it's like, we're just all in this together. Uh, but they, they get to escape uh, to the rooftop, you know, cause Theo's like, you know what? Hospitals equal death for me. I got to get out of here. And you know, the, I, I, I love the story that his girlfriend tells about her own mother and how, where she died about uh, and then how she used to be able to turn that around. So Kay, talk about that. Uh, talk about that scene for me.
2: Yeah, that was a great scene, right? I think we're—I don't know how you feel, Sean. I know me and Shay love the girlfriend. We've loved her from the jump. We were like, "Oh my gosh, which girl is he gonna like?" And like, yeah, we're just excited for Theo <laughs> to. We just want Theo to be happy because um, like I feel like everybody else is kind of processed and moving on, but I felt like Theo kind of had the toughest time and. Um, I mean, I don't know, it might just be like teenage years, but he seems more morose than anybody else. And, you know, so I'm just happy that he has someone that he can just like vibe with and she understands. And so I thought that was really sweet. That was a really powerful story, though, that she told. And it made total sense, um, the story about her guitar teacher and then um, taking the lesson in the basement and how she didn't want to come out and say, oh, no, I found my mom dead in here. So she just had to roll with it and do the lesson there, which at first I was like, oh my gosh, is that gonna be like so traumatic for her that it actually helped her to process and work through it? I thought that was a really good story and she's a great actress. I think they have a good chemistry together. Now, when they were like, I love you, I love you, I was like. Right, thank you. How old is Theo, y'all? Is Theo 15? 16. 15, 16?
0: Yeah, 15, 16. Uh, okay, Shay, so you, that, your, your antenna went up when she mentioned, I love you. What What's going on there?
1: Everything up until that point, I was loving, I was here for. Even the kiss. I mean, granted, the kiss could last a little bit longer, but that's just me as a viewer because <laughs> i wanted um that. However, the whole, oh, I really love you. Oh, I love you too. I'm going to need y'all to sit down. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, the do on the roof, they're sitting down. The roof, but I'm going to need y'all to calm. Because I think, I don't even think, Jules and Freya have just come in, so I think it's been a couple months, a couple months of them knowing each other.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. That's even too quick for me. (laughs) Like, I'm sorry. Like, let's date six months. (laughs) Six months in, you want to tell me you love me? Let's do it. And if I do the same thing, I'm going to tell it to you back. Anthony could
2: tell, what's her name? What's Anthony's ex girlfriend from the restaurant? Margo,
0: Margo. Margo.
2: But here's Theo on these streets. Yeah.
0: Well here's the thing I mean you have to remember you're thinking of, your, of as the age you are now when you're 15 no. 16 you know you 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 just <laughs> say these things because you're you know it's new it's fun it's exciting and she said it first technically so She uh, yeah.
1: yeah nope she didn't, nope also, at the same age of, like, somebody said that to me two weeks into the relationship. I am the original ghoster. Like, I like we were still together for eight months, but I'm, like, I ghosted, wow. wow. And I said it, like, it was, I, I said it back because I didn't want to <laughs> do <hard. laughs> But I was like, I just got with you. It's been two weeks. What is this? <laughs> uh, all right.
0: Well, I think my favorite line, though, of the whole thing was, uh, a place only has the power you give it yeah. um and then she said my mom would really oh that's how we get into it my mom would really love you and i love you too right so mm-hmm. uh she kind of snuck it in there i like i like how she kind of stuck it in there with her mom yes. um, anyway uh all right so let's then move on to this the end of this episode you know charlotte finally comes to grips with it all and she comes out you know as they're going to get rid of her dad's ashes which, by the way, the use of the shell in this moment was such a great thing. Like, just the writing of that, like I love the shell into the ocean or the lake, you know, with the uh, ashes. It's just so metaphorical, and I, I just loved all that. Uh, Kay, talk about Char coming out.
2: Okay, this is where I need to learn more because I was like, why was she so? Why was there so much trepidation around coming out? Her family is like the most ex- accepting family ever. Her, she has a transgender brother. Her mom's best friend is gay and married, has a husband. Like, I, I I was just like, why is there so much? I was very confused about why she would be so worried about the reaction of everybody. Mm-hmm. But then I thought, okay, maybe it's not about the reaction. Because she, she said a couple of times, you know, I don't know what they'll say or whatever. But I guess it was more about her fleshing out her identity. So it had less to do with the family's reaction and more to do with, like, how you view yourself and how you see yourself and what, um, you know, kind of dreams or ideals or, you know, plans you have for yourself that now have to shift. So I thought it was really interesting. And when I looked at it from that perspective, then it made sense. Like, oh, it's not about the family really at all. It's about her and processing, you know, within herself, so. I thought that was the cool aspect of it that she made, that they
0: made it about her. It was all about her. Nice. And we have to give credit to Shay because Shay called this a couple episodes ago. uh, And she said she suspected it. So uh, props out to Shay for making that call. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to go through through this too quickly, but we do need to move on, I think to episode seven because we are running out of time because there's so much to talk about with this show. That's why, that's why we love it. It's so good. Um, All right, so this one, best laid plans. And Anthony, Anthony is like, he can't take it no more. Like, it's gotten all too real for him. He's ready to bounce. He's ready. He's out. Shay, what are your feelings about Anthony right now?
1: Man, like the guilt. Like, guilt will crush you and kill you so fast. I I get, I get I, part of him. I get why he's worried, because obviously, even with some of the truth he has told, his relationship with Lily is shaky at best right now, this moment. Anyway, mm-hmm. but dude, like, you've been running, you've been leaving, and it, you still come back. So at that point, I think it's just time to stay. <laughs> like, and like, and not like not in not to even be funny, just be real about it. Like, you've been running since she got here. You still come back and you get to be Uncle Anthony, you get to be that. And it's time to let the the guy you were in the past go. I think like he's also trying to hold on to who he was
2: Mm
1: -hmm. or a way to keep Scott alive in that sense if he's that same way. But the thing about growing up is you get to evolve. Like, I mean, certain parts of you get to stay the same, but you get to evolve and change and grow. And that's what makes life life. And when we're talking about like, Okay, you know, you're saying he's selfish and like who he wasn't during that time, especially during the court case. I, was, I really don't think, I think something happened in his own past that makes him afraid to be a father. Maybe he didn't have a father. Maybe, I mean, that also could be one of his own cruxes that he has happening in, in a monologue-wise that we just don't see. But he's in so much pain and it was just heartbreaking, like slowly watching him in a way Like disengaged from everybody, it was just so heartbreaking.
0: Hmm. Um, He says. uh, He says at one point. He says, "I'm Uncle Anthony. I'm no dad," which for me was very telling, because like you were just saying, Shay, you know, he 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 he's just kind of constantly been running away. And then Kay, you even said it like he doesn't act like a dad. If he was acting like a dad, he would have said, "This is my kid." So he's been obviously running away from this for a long time. And it's, I thought, uh, Peter even mentions it to, so, wow, that must be a lot to be carrying around for this long a time. Um, uh, but, and I like how we all, we have a lot of speculation from everyone. You know, Margo's like, Oh, he's in love with you, Robin. That's why, that's why he don't want to leave. And then Robin actually asks him that, which I thought was pretty, she's like, you know, just put it out. It's all good. No, no big deal. <laughs> um, But then, of course, we get, and I didn't think we were going to get it this quick, but uh, I think Daughtry said it best. Be careful what you wish for. Wow. When she asked him what the problem was and he tells her, Kay, what was your response to that?
2: I was glad. I I was so glad for him to finally tell somebody something. I was like, good gracious. Thank you, Anthony, for finally speaking the truth and letting somebody know what the deal is. So it was a relief for me. I was I was relieved. I was um, on the edge of my seat. I don't know about you guys, but I was like, "Is he going to? We only have thirty seconds." (laughs) 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 Yeah, Yeah, but so it was totally a relief. I mean, I'm really excited to see what happens next episode. But uh, I was glad that he went ahead and just let it out. Uh, What got me though was the whole him telling Oliver.
1: I was like, dude, like I feel like, like I heard your heart breaking as you're telling him this lie. Like I felt and heard your heart break as you're telling Oliver a lie right now. And it broke my heart for him. Because like now, like it seems now that he's come kind of come clean, he might say ish And if that's the case, him and Oliver are gonna have their own tussle to happen.
0: Yeah, no, you're right. That was it was kind of brutal because you could see that you know, Oliver's obviously just trying to help or be his friend, and he kind of was like, yo, we're not boys or something. I was like, wow, wow. And I love Oliver's reaction. was like, okay, all right, I'm just going to step back right now because, you know, you're in a zone that I don't want to be a part of. So, uh, yeah, no, that was that was, that was was brutal. Um, so we also have a little bit of, we have Miss Luli in this episode who, you know, I mean, she brought it back around, but in the beginning I was like, girl, you need to slow your roll, like, you're coming off way too aggressive here with all this stuff. Like, I get it. You've got, you know, there's some stuff going on. But, like, you're just coming at people, like, too much. Like, it ain't all about you. You know, I every mean, other people in, are, are, are around in this world. So, you know, and as her husband, you know, pointed out, you know, you got a whole family. You know, stop sweating the family you, you didn't have. You have a good family. So, um, what did he say? He said, go be a victim somewhere else. I was like, yes. yes. Okay, yes, is. you tell her. She's like oh, on some other wow. some other stuff that she needs to get off of. So uh, that was my reaction. I don't know, Shay. How did you feel about Luli in this episode?
1: I mean, they. I will give. I will say this: they both have points. They both have their own individual point where I can definitely see. However, for Evan, I guess she's your mom, but you have a wife that you didn't stand up for. And she has a point, your mom drags me and you say nothing. You just smile and you let me take all this blame because I'm, I'm like the easy target. So she doesn't come for you. And that's not fair either because you're like, you're letting situations that you've made decisions on that has really, it wasn't my decision for you not to go to school. You did it. It wasn't my decision really to buy this house. You wanted this house. I supported you because I am your wife. And at the end of the day, when you get married, sometimes your wife is gonna trump your mom.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, it's true. You're right. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, it, it definitely happened for me in the past when my mom was still around. You know, it would be like, "Mom, you got to go somewhere." You know, this is just my wife. You know, it's it's a and it's tough because I I was definitely uh, I could relate to Evan because I was definitely a mama's boy, a single mother. You know, and here's a new new person coming in, taking my attention. That you know. She didn't have to fight for it before. So I I mean I get, I get it. And I get like I get the whole like I don't blame mom at all. Like mom's just being mom. Like, uh, you know, I'm just doing me. Like I just felt like, you know, Luli, it was just a lot of all about her and like not taking other people in consideration. Um, uh, Kay, what were your thoughts? Did you have any thoughts on that?
2: I was just like, Evan bro. Like, and y'all know I love Evan. I love Evan. But I was really disappointed in heaven because he already said, basically, I don't tell my mom nothing. (laughs) 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 I want to keep her happy. So I don't tell her nothing. So what that leads to her speculating, she don't know exactly why you dropped out of school. And if you would have, like, if I was in mom's position, I would be thinking the same thing. My son was on a path and then he met this Luli, and now he ain't going to school, he ain't doing this, he's being reckless in my house. Like, of course, all of those things, all of those things. So that's on Evan, because he's not going through it, clarifying, being completely honest with his mom. And I feel like Shay said, like, my father-in-law told my husband this first year of marriage like he was like listen it's you and your wife against everybody else even against our family he was like whatever goes down you always have your wife's back he was like it doesn't matter like if it comes down to us and her you always have her back like you always side her." so I'm. Mean, when I meet easy- somebody you I- gonna tell them the same thing <laughs> wrong so I mean he kind of has it the easy there But, you know, I don't know. I was just like, man. And then he didn't even, like, say these people were dragging JJ because he's, you know, transgender. Like, he didn't get specific. He just was like, I was was like, man, come on, Evan. I will say, can I just give an aside to something I thought was hilarious? Because the mom... (laughs) you know, she talks to him and says, you know, they're not going to give a black man a, uh, a loan without a, a high school, without a college degree, which is like all true things. Like, she came through with the black momhood on 100. I was like, girl, that's right. Um, when they were outside in the beginning, <laughs> beginning of the story, and I'm going to call him Gentrifying Jerry came by and was like, are y'all wow. going to come the house? And they were like, no. And he was like, well, I guess I'll have to call the inspector about that porch. I was like, dang, Gentrifying Jerry? You but he gonna call the inspector about the porch. I was like, wow. Now that I thought was very timely of today. Oh yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I was just like, wow.
0: Well Well, in the end, green always wins. That's the thing. The color green, money always wins everything. So that's what you know, that's what's gonna be people's motivation for you know for for that kind of stuff.
2: Well Larry's can win so that's all well, right.
0: It. There you go. I so, love like
2: Larry just standing at the door too.
1: He's like, I was just waiting on y'all to um, finish your your discussion. I'm just chilling on your porch. Uh, <laughs> the tool belt.
0: So, I love. I the,
2: love Larry.
0: Well, now I was just about to get into it. He's he's your favorite. He's my favorite. And this episode is like the the height of why Larry is my favorite. Larry kills it in this episode. I mean. Uh, from the, from, from rolling in on Evan and, you know, helping them out to being at the hospital from the last episode. And then, you know, this whole thing with him being five years sober, that whole monologue he has at the meeting. Wow. I mean, if you didn't love Larry already, I don't know how you don't love him now. That was such a beautiful thing. Be someone others can depend on. Wow. And it's funny because we've only really seen the good Larry. And we get glimpses of who we, you know, I, I mean, talk about a flashback. I'd love to see a flashback of Larry with his family, right? At like, bar. yeah, being, like, being drunk or whatever. Like, I, I would love to see that. Do you think I, don't was- think, I don't think we're going to get it, but anyway.
1: I thought uh, he was more neglectful. Like, his drunkenness was more of just, like, he pushed, like, when he got home and he just started drinking, like, he didn't care about his family. Like, yeah, to the I point know. where they had to start you know moving on
0: themselves. The way the daughter responded to him, I think it was more than that. I mean because her, her her response was visceral.
2: But I would actually love if he was abusive because then they could really show that would be such a multi-layer character because they've drawn us in and we love Larry. And then to see somebody like completely rehabilitate who has been an abuser, that would be really interesting on storyline. Yeah. Yeah. Um
0: I think, I, was trying to think, I, think, I think we've pretty much hit on everything. Um, oh, well, we did, get, we did get a little bit. I knew we weren't done with the cop. I said like, that was too quick. It was too quick. And I'm excited for, for Robin to get a, re, a restart, a redo, with the cop. Uh, Shay, you got excited when I said it. So please, give us your thoughts.
1: Yeah, Sam is back. I, I mean, we talked about it when he like left the dinner. I was, I'm so happy that he's back. I think Kay said that she, like, she's hoped he'd be back, and now he is, and now he's starting his own little romance. I'm really excited to see how Theo is going to take this man, how the council is going to take this new man in her life, because especially, because they have a lot of great chemistry. However, if he becomes, he comes in, his kids come in, are they going to mesh? Are they not going to mesh? It's his parenting style obviously different from how Robin's household is run. Like, it's just so many dynamics that could go any kind of way. I'm really looking forward to what that's going to be. I mean, granted, let just let her have her adult time before we bring in the kids and, like, two other families or three families come joining in. But I'm super excited that he's back. And I just, it was always my favorite part. I like it.
0: I mean, it was, it was a little convenient that it all got wrapped up in, you know, two episodes. Oh, the, now we're, uh, we're, we're totally divorced. We're good to go. Me and you, let's go. Uh, yeah, that's fast. When you said we're
2: divorced, I was like, wait,
1: what? <laughs> so were you together for like two weeks? And then she just right. told
0: you like, oh, we're no, technically. Um, I guess-
1: I'm in love with Jerry.
0: I guess uh, I guess we could argue that this show will jump months ahead, and you know, in time. So I guess it's it's it for us it's two weeks for them. Maybe it's six to eight months. I guess I don't know. <laughs> um, I don't know. Either way. All right. So let's. I think uh, let's get into some news quickly with uh, our girl Kay.
2: Yeah. So we're seeing a lot of Jake August Richards lately. He was actually on our sister network, Black Hollywood Live, on a show called The Trend. And then also for Juneteenth, he did a special appearance on the NAACP slash Revolt, did a special Juneteenth celebration on YouTube. You guys can check it out now. So it's on um, the NAACP's YouTube or Revolt TV's YouTube. They both are showing it like simulcast. Um, But he he did like a little bit of a presentation there for the celebration of Juneteenth. So that was pretty exciting to see.
0: Awesome. Awesome. Ah, uh, yeah, no, it's always great when uh, you know the people were watching our week, and then we get to see them in their real lives and you know doing what they're do. So that's that's great. Um, all right, so that's gonna, I think, do it. Any final thoughts before we wrap it up, ladies? Oliver and Peter are having a baby. Yes.
1: Well, not you're not like they're adopting a baby. Let me uh, let me rephrase that. They're adopting a baby, and I want to say this before we go. I'm super excited that they seem to be on better terms of, like you said, because it could have been months since we last saw them. So this could just be months, like later, and like they're reaffirming their marriage to each other. But are you just wanting a baby to like cover up a problem? I mean, it was a little suspect. All of a sudden, you want a baby. Mm. For me. Okay. As a viewer. I'm excited to see who what this new baby's going to be and who is going to be and that trend, that like this new baby coming in taking attention away from Tess. How Tess is going to deal with having a baby in the house. It's just like I said, a lot of variables going to be happening, and I'm so excited to see what they do with it.
0: Yeah, well, you know, Peter did say you know our life is kind of perfect right now, so why you know if it ain't broke, let's why are we trying to fix it? So uh, it'll be interesting, right, to see how that goes. I, I think it's going to be a good thing. Uh, cause I, cause the way they viscerally responded to the email to me was like, that's how you really feel. So I think it's going to be good. Okay. Any last thoughts?
2: Um, the thing that's kind of lingering with me is Robin said, we are expecting the worst because the worst thing happened to us. Mm. So I think it will be interesting moving forward to see how everybody's kind of trying to, you know, time, almost a year has passed and everybody's kind of trying to move on and will that be a thing that hinders their happiness? That idea that something bad happened to us. So we're always expecting the worst. We're always waiting for the other shoe to drop. We can never really have a fullness of joy. I think that's, a, that's an interesting thing to explore when you've had trauma or something that was that big of a tragedy happen in your life. A really interesting thing.
0: I love it. I can't be any more articulate than that. So we're going to end it on that. Well done, Kay. All right, ladies, where can we find you? Shay? You guys can find me
1: at RealShayJones on Twitter and Instagram and Sundays at Dish Upon a Star on
2: the AfterBuzz red carpet channel.
0: Awesome. Mm -hmm. Miss Montgomery.
2: Yeah, so you can find me at HostK, H-O-S-T-K-A-Y on Twitter and Instagram. And then you can find me on The Black Hollywood Reporter, which is a show I do every Monday about the background and creative behind the scenes of Black Hollywood. So check us out there.
0: Awesome. You can find me on the gram at SeanStar75, on Twitter at sean, And now on Wednesdays on the AEW Wrestling After Show. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Wrestling.
0: Uh, all right everybody thank you so much for joining us again next week we will do two episodes uh, eight and nine next week and it will be all caught up but thank you for your patience thank you for being with us we look forward to seeing you every week like subscribe share find us in the chat and we'll shout you out all the things and until next week we'll see you then Bye bye